1: Happy Saturday, everybody!
2: Yeah, it is Saturday already. Get my mic. Oh, yeah, there we go. It sounds better. <laughs> should have done that pre-show. Yeah, you should have. But you know, we were talking and we were talking with th- not through here. We had our yeah. stuff off. So anyway,
1: it gets confusing sometimes. It
2: does. It it's, does. A, it's a
1: good thing at least our mics were on and everything connected. And the music was so. on yeah. and the
2: volume was right and yeah. hopefully the board is working. Hopefully. Uh Don't jinx it. I have an Apple update. No. (laughs) Apple software update (laughs) just popped up on the laptop here. Go away. (laughs) Shoo. Come back later on. (laughs) Here we go. Quit. I have two versions of iTunes I need to download. The problem is I don't run iTunes on this computer. You don't? No, not on this one. Do on that one.
1: six and seven. I'm gonna use it at some point.
2: But yes, it is Saturday.
1: (laughs) Guess what today is?
2: Uh, October the 2nd?
1: Yes, and?
2: <laughs> I mean, opening day of muzzleloading season was yesterday, so it's not that. First first session of dove season goes out today. Um, October, nobody's, nobody's birthday, nobody's <laughs> anniversary. <laughs> Just nothing important at all? No, uh-uh. Really? No, nope. nope. no, I'm nothing? good. Really? Yes.
1: Not homecoming? My last high school homecoming, ever. No, no? doesn't no. ring a bell. No. Okay, never mind.
2: How's high school going?
1: Oh, uh, let's just say I'm glad I only have like 200 something days left.
2: 200 something days left. <clears throat> you're you're too far away having short timers disease this early, sweetheart. Well, <laughs> but
1: we had our senior like group pitchers, our class pitchers uh, after school on Wednesday. And if the rest of the school, school year goes any like what the pictures were, were like trying to take them, it's not going to be pretty. Not going to be pretty. But
2: we'll finish. We'll really? finish. Will <laughs> really, we though? Yeah, you will. Trust mm. me. If I have to carry you across it, we'll finish. You uh, just want me out of that. No, it's not that. It's just it's something you've got to do.
1: Should I tell them what you said about me? The other day, speaking of high school and everything, I was I was in my room doing homework.
2: Yeah, go ahead. That dad was, I dad, dad was came pretty in.
1: good. Oh, yeah, it was funny. Dad came in and he goes, you're about to die. Are you going to survive? I said, I just might. And he was like, well, wait a, wait a few years until Lee's big enough to replace you and then you can die. <laughs> I was like, thanks, Dad.
2: Brutally <laughs> honest. You wouldn't miss me as your
1: co-host, though.
2: I do. I would.
1: Oh, now you admit it.
2: I've always admitted it.
1: But the Lee could it. Lee could fill my spot and the other and everything well, I'm else. Well
2: not at five years old he couldn't, but you'd have to wait a few more years than that. <laughs> so you're still
3: But saying. he could take your
2: place with you know in the tree stand and <laughs> going and doing <laughs> things and fishing and stuff like that. That's mean well, just honest. Face it, at some point you're gonna replace me. Uh, well you will. Your sister did it. You will, too. Oh. So, you know, it's uh-huh. just life. Uh-huh. And then, trans, you'll get replaced, too.
1: By my nephew.
2: That's right, my grandson. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to raise this wing shooter. Oh, gosh. I've decided I am going to sculpt a wing shooter.
1: Have fun with that.
2: Daniel is is not. <laughs> <laughs> is so, we were on the Duffield open day. We were talking about it. He shot, like, two and a half boxes and <laughs> <laughs> one bird, and <laughs> we were talking about. It. He said I had a great time.
1: I even did better than him. Yeah, I mean,
2: said I had a great time. He said I'm just not much a bird hunter. And Lee was on the field with us, and I said, Ah, it's okay. I'm gonna build a bird hunter right over there.
1: As he's sitting in his <laughs> and the stroller, just uh, crying. Right. He wasn't
2: crying. <laughs> he was too. No, he was not. I mm-hmm. uh, first got over there. He was crying. When he first got over there. He was content and all that when I saw him.
1: <laughs>
0: anyway,
2: uh, yes, uh, the first split of Dove season goes out today, October the 2nd.
1: Sad, but it's coming back.
2: it's yes, coming it's back. Coming people. back. Hey, am I right on that? I better check that.
1: No, I think you are. Because I had in my head that I couldn't go Dove.
2: <laughs> You're going to have a hard time doing much of anything.
1: I know. I know. I but know I'm you. not even playing basketball, so well, I, that's saving me some time.
2: you got to... Uh, Got some things we got to get done. I
1: know. Okay.
2: I know. Well, enough. enough <laughs> everybody's out there going, okay, I'm tired of this already.
1: They don't even know what they listen to.
2: No, they don't. I don't um, know. Who we are. This, this is Woods and Water, South Carolina. It's, it's supposedly a, where we
1: rant an, about outdoor, our an outdoor
2: <laughs> <laughs> radio show. Um, <laughs> and, and all the things we have here in South Carolina to do in the outdoors. And like I've said many times before, the outdoors is never closed. And looking at this calendar event for the next few months, well, it's o- overdrive. Close, yeah, um, I'm gonna find this out right quick. Y'all just hang with us. So we did shellfish seasoning open last year, and I mean last Saturday and and shrimping season. We did all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So.
1: Oh, that was a big yawn.
2: Okay, it's I not. Think
1: I think you're all right. That's not what you're looking for. That's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> not no. dates.
2: Well, what is it? Is it season dates, bag limits? Here we go. Yeah, yeah. I told October second. Okay. Right. For some reason, I just second guess myself. Okay, so with with that being confirmed, then yes, let's. Uh, we got a calendar of events, and we're also going to go back. Uh, the the um, The Georgetown Wooden Boat Show is coming up in a couple weeks, and uh, we did an interview. With, uh, with the gentleman from down there that was very good. Mm-hmm. And since it's going to be here in a couple of weeks, we figured it might be good back good to go back and listen to that one. and So that's coming up next segment and then part of the next one after that. So that's what's coming up. But anyway, the uh, Count of Events is brought to you by Visit Anderson and
1: Green Pond Landing and Event Center.
2: Maurice PD Cup Shooting Clay and Fitasc Championship, October the 7th through the 10th. It's a 200-target main event, 100-target Fitasc a 50-target five-stand, 100-target preliminary, 50-target night shoot, 50-target sub-gauge, and 50-target super-sporting. Got a team flurry competition. Um, it's an Ironman challenge. Shoot the prelim, main, five-task, and five-stand for a combined score to see who the Ironman champion is. Uh, they got food, all through the things, receptions, music. You got a whole hog pick picking too. Oof. Yeah, that's at moreespreserve.com. Uh, call for more information and lodging.
1: Hmm. SCDNR Take What Make On is putting on a women's deer hunting clinic and hunt starting on October 15th, and you can register up until um, it starts, and it starts at 12 o'clock. Um, for pre-registration, you can email Marianne Mason at M at Gov for more details. You're going to be taught about some really important topics on deer hunting like gun safety, marksmanship, game care, preparation, field dressing, stuff like that. So if you are new or you have a, you know a little bit but want to find out more about deer hunting, this would be one for you to go to.
2: Just a reminder: the Summerton Duck Fest is happening October the 9th. Uh, Main Street in Summerton, South Carolina. They can have a duck calling contest. Uh, they've already had the bass tournament. I think the yeah they already had have, have bass tournament last week and they had a mud run, live music, cook off, ultimate air dogs, firefighter challenge, a beauty pageant, kids corner, skeet shoot, parade, adult and kids art contest, vendors, cornhole tournament, mm-hmm. a fun duck run, shopping and more. That is, uh, and you can go to duckfestfun.com for more information. I
1: want to see that pageant. Uh, duck. Yeah. <laughs> <Duck Fest. laughs> um, National Wild Turkey Federation is putting on a hunting heritage banquet in Dutch Fork, South Carolina on October 7th at 6 o'clock. And you can go to their website for more information and contact them at Dykes at BellSouth.net.
2: The second annual Hillbilly Fishing Tournament, October the 9th, Hartwell <laughs> Lake at Green Fine Landing. Uh, safe flight at 3, o- 3 o'clock. Blast off in an order you pay. $100 per boat, two-man teams, paybacks, all benefits go to benefit all proceeds go to benefit the tri- shiners children's hospitals
1: oh that's a that's a good that's a good cause
2: it is a very good one
1: i'll get to, the- <laughs> get to that one <laughs> all right, let's um,
2: let's take a break we're going to come back we're going to listen to uh the interview we did about the charleston wooden boat show and uh then we'll finish up whatever time is left over y'all hang on more woods and water South Carolina coming up Welcome back to Woods and Water, South Carolina. Taylor, we got a pretty good one here. Oh, very
1: good one. you are the, gonna want to listen up to this.
2: This is this was one of your grandfather's when, you know, when they were still traveling and getting around. This is one of the ones he loved to go to because you know he's a woodworker. Mm-hmm. He loved it and he loved watching them work with wood, build boats. So. We've got a, a, a special guest on the line with us. He is uh, Mr. Johnny Weaver. He's with the Georgetown Wooden Boat Show. Mr. Weaver, thank you for taking a few minutes out of your day to be on Woods & Water, South Carolina.
3: I'm glad to. This is one of my favorite topics.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and from what I understand, you have been around the uh, the Wooden Boat Show or, or whatever it has been since uh, it's almost its inception. I'm, I'm,
3: yeah, I think I was a from maybe after the first year uh-huh. The, the Wooden Boat Show actually started as an exhibit, a wooden boat exhibit, in a little festival called Bay Fest. It was a fall festival designed to bring people downtown to Georgetown. Okay. And Bay Fest sort of went away, but the people that have the, the uh, Wooden Boat exhibit, uh, Lynn Anderson and uh, Susan Sanders and Sid Hood and Sally Swineford, Decided it was a good thing to have and to continue to bring people downtown, so they moved it to Francis Marion Park right there in the middle of downtown Georgetown. Ted
2: right.
3: and Sally owned the River Room, and at the time, Lynn Anderson and Susan Sanders owned the Harbor Specialty, so they had businesses right there across the street okay. from each other. And this was called the Wooden Boat Exhibit for a while because that's kind of what it was. Right. And in 1993, we were, we had, um, I think 35 exhibits and then we had, uh, I think we were begging to get 12 sponsors. <laughs> and now we're up to over 140 exhibits and approximately 300 sponsors. My goodness. So this thing has grown considerably since the days of uh, being an exhibit there uh, at Francis Van Park.
2: <laughs> that- later,
3: a, a few years later, we called it, the, we changed it to the Wooden Boat Center because that was more uh, accurate than actually what it was. And we had boats. Well, then we put them out in the, in the parking places along Front Street, closed off part of downtown. And, uh, we had the boats being exhibited there. And then we had people who wanted, vendors who wanted to put up uh, or come in and, and sell things at the boat shop. Okay. And as long as they didn't compete with us, they can't sell T-shirts and right. things like that. Because this is our, our fundraiser, our annual, okay. major annual fundraiser. Well, the the, the uh, vendors that come in, whatever they have has to be maritime related. Okay. And that has grown now. Last year we had forty uh what we call commercial vendors selling anything from you know, jewelry, artwork, uh prints, uh wood carvings, all kind of things right there on Front Street. They uh we are now closing off three blocks of Front Street. Wow. The uh we we've lined up the both sides all three blocks the merchants downtown will tell you almost unanimously that that Saturday is the best business day of the whole year. (laughs) (laughs) All of the shops are open and people come in, they come to the boat show, they look at the vendors and they visit all the shops. The restaurants do a great business. then. Sure. Uh, we do have food at the, at the boat show, but most people go in and get dinner, or stay stay on into the evening and eat dinner there. Sure, it's a great place to visit whether you're having a boat show or not. Georgetown, the downtown historic part of Georgetown, is a wonderful place to see. It is. It uh, is. But we have boats on the, on on the land, and we have boats in the water. Uh, we extend the current city docks by about 100 feet on either side and we'll have anywhere from 35 to 45 boats on, on display in the water. Wow. And they could be anything from, a, I think we had an 8-foot little sailing plan last year up to we have had an 85-foot uh, Navy mine sweeper in there. Wow. We've had shrimp boats, we've had trumpies, crisscrafts of course, just all sure. kinds of Wooden boats, all sizes, shapes, uh, all con- some homemade, some factory-made, but all wood. All wood. One of the requirements that they, they don't have to be wood top sides and all of that, but the hull and the main structure of the boat has to be
2: wood. You know, you mentioned the Chris craft, and I, I saw a little blurb that came out on your uh, Facebook page that you're going to have a Chris Craft that was built in 1941 on display this year.
3: Yes, we are. That's a beautiful boat, too. (laughs) Uh, I can't wait to see that one come in. We've got um, one one boat. Last year we had two boats that were uh, 100 years old. Wow. Uh, We've got different categories that we put the boats in, and we've got uh, row and... and, uh, the new the kayak, and they coming right on up. We've got uh, sailboats, power boats, and the power boats are, and sailboats are classic, and that's one that were uh, older than 1960. Okay. We have power boats, and the same thing, classic, and, and uh, uh, newer ones. We have outboards and inboards. Um, we have owner built. And design boats, so we've got several different categories that we judge the boats on, and then they get an award. Whoever wins gets an award Saturday night at the awards dinner.
2: Okay, okay. Well, there, there's a lot going on. I know Taylor had a question, probably about the one of the biggest ones that I mentioned at the beginning. This is my dad's an engineer and loves to and all. Uh, Taylor, there's there's one thing that you you wanted to ask him about. Ask him about the kind of the main. Event going on if yeah. you're
1: a boat builder. I was looking on the website, and I ran across the main events, and I was looking. Tell us a little bit about the Wooden Boat Challenge.
3: The Wooden Boat Challenge is something. Actually, it was started up in, I think, Connecticut, back in, in somewhere around the 80s. And and the idea of it was, was for everyone to build the same boat and it had um, competitions in Maine, uh, Connecticut, uh, both at North Carolina and, and uh, Georgetown. And I think Georgetown won the what we call the world record one time when we do this. But basically what it is, is the participants in this, we have two-person teams. I used to say two-man teams. Yes. But, but it's a lot of times this male and female. We okay. have a girlfriend, boyfriend doing it one time. And okay. I think they ended up getting married. They didn't kill each other doing the But uh <laughs> I'm not real sure I could do it, but <laughs> neither and could I. We have um we can take in up to eighteen teams and, and I think last year we had fifteen. Okay. But they are and they can get the plans ahead of time and do some practice boats, but that day they are given a set of plans and a pile of lumber and they at twelve o'clock they start, they have four hours to build this boat, all I'm building the same boat. Okay. At four o'clock, the whistle blows. They are judged on the time it takes them to build the boat. All right. And then they judge on the quality of the boat, that's what it looks like. Okay. It's got all the gaps there and stuff like that on the plate. And then at five o'clock, we put them in the water and we waste it. <laughs> each, each team member has to roll it out and back. And we have, usually, with so many boats we have three or four heats with about three or four boats in each heat. Okay. And each team member has to race out and come back, and the other team member gets here and goes out and come back. And one of them, as I mentioned, the boyfriend and girlfriend, she went out first, and when she came back, you could tell the boat was kind of wallering in the water a little bit. Uh-oh. And it was taking on water. When he got in, he got about halfway to the buoys with his life jacket on, and we have a series of pictures where he just kept getting deeper and deeper <laughs> in the water, So finally, he was there with his paddle and life jacket on. <laughs> and, and the crowd cheering the whole time. Oh, well, I'm sure. Oh, I am it, so sure. It, it is it is wild seeing that, that boat race. And uh, that's kind of the combination of everything on Saturday. I got you. So that, that is interesting. They have, have their own. The other thing about this is, they only have about a 12 by 12, 12 foot by 12 foot space in which to build these boats. Okay. So they are kind of cramped in there. And when that whistle goes off, <laughs> stand back because the sawdust going everywhere. And <laughs> uh, it, it is, that is a, a, a great event. And we've had that for several years. And that draws a lot of people down to the boat show just to walk through and watch on the right ground. But you're able to walk through the whole tent and see all of the teams as they work it, and see the progress.
2: And that's on Saturday. We were talking earlier about trying to make it down and seeing it. we're actually going to be in Charleston on the, on the 19th. But then we talked about Sunday, maybe coming up Sunday morning, and you talked about the corrugated boat regatta that we need to be there for Sunday. Tell us a bit about that one.
3: We, we started that about three or four years ago. One of our board members had seen it somewhere in another venue or something, and International Paper Company, in fact, yesterday we took four pickup trucks and, and went to the International Paper here in Georgetown and got four loads of um, cardboard and cardboard tubes, easily <laughs> corrugated. I've already been chastised on that a couple of times. Okay. But um, we, we picked up the material, and people can come by and pick up what they need any time from the museum, and it's, it's no cost to them. They can build any style boat they want. Okay. And then, there again, after they finished building, when we have the—we don't call it a, a, a race because it's, it's not really terrible. They, they've got to go in the water and get out to a certain buoy that we have out there just to show their work. <laughs> and the first year we had it, we had awards like the Titanic Award, the dramatic <laughs> Award, and the Best Boat and the Fastest and all that stuff. Right. And the, and the group, and a different group different civic clubs and stuff like that. Sure. People like that build yeah. these things and the, the one that got the Titanic award they put it in the water they all got in the boat and it was straight to the bottom. <laughs> right and Didn't the even make it the to Titanic, the iceberg. He made it to the would see an iceberg.
2: <laughs> ah, yes, Taylor. That was a good interview. Yeah, you know, when you get a good interview like that, <laughs> you, you hate to go back to him and ask him for a new one. So, Kind of going back a little bit and picking up some of the things, but uh not having it last year, they're having it this year, and it's just it was just a fun time, mm-hmm. so we got a little more coming back on the other side of the uh the break, and uh then we'll be back I guess after that we'll finish up this segment and then go to the last one so y'all hang on more woods and water south going on the other side of the break. days off, Taylor. That's all we need. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. You got a little worried about me over here, did you? Yeah, I couldn't yeah. tell
1: if like, you were having an aneurysm or... Seizure or... or yeah, yeah, something yeah. like
2: that. It's okay, I just like this music.
1: Uh-huh. I'm glad you did, Daddy. There it is again. Somebody call 911, please.
2: It's just good music. Listen to this. i a
1: paramedic over here, people. A couple
2: days off. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's continue on with our interview about the Georgetown Wooden Boat Show. Uh, if you're down, you need to make plans to go to it. Here we go.
3: The, uh, the most dramatic was three teenage girls that got about 10 feet from the dock, and it started singing and fishing, and they started screaming, and all this crazy people died, all this kind of stuff. Those drama queens. Drama <laughs> queens. <was> <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> they got the most dramatical one.
2: Yeah, we you we. It, uh, it, I know one it, that would uh, be right it. in there if she was in a corrugated boat. <laughs> I was going to say don't
1: say anything, but I guess it didn't
3: work.
2: <laughs> no, it didn't work. Sorry, you're outnumbered on this one.
3: Uh, well, that, that thing has turned out to be a lot of fun. And also on Sunday we have the uh, OptiGram.
2: Okay.
3: Several years ago it was a be down here in Georgetown you realize that there has there's not a sailing anywhere in in children learning how to sail okay. with all the rivers right here. All right. So we started a, a little sailing program for young children in a little eight foot optimus pram and since we're a Woodley boat show and that's where we come from, okay. volunteers built those boats. So we've got wooden uh, optiframs that were built locally. Okay. And we started that school. We were hoping we were going to get 15 people to sign up that first year. We have 75.
2: Oh, my goodness.
3: We are now doing classes in the morning and classes in the afternoon. People start coming in, generally grandparents, start coming in early in the year to make sure their grandchildren are signed up for a week at the sailboat uh, sailing class. That is and great. They have a ball. I was down there one time and there's children getting these boats and they're in the boat by themselves. Both of them or some of them have been in the boat some of them have been in the boat by themselves. And by the end of the week they are sailing the on go down. Wow. And they're, to see about where else Wednesday they see this literally that that's when they have a little meltdown sometimes they just sure. hear and all that kind of stuff. And then Friday, you can see them coming in and just smiling, just beaming when they come in. They're so happy they come into the dock. Wow. Well, so that has been a real good feature that we have now at, at the museum
0: very or an event, rather.
3: But cool. there will be a, a, a regatta there Sunday for that, so you'll see that we still grand. have all the exhibits on Sunday okay we'll have the food we'll, we'll have we have a beer garden on Sunday and Saturday okay um, of course all of the restaurants are open sure. now on Sunday
2: got some music going on
3: yeah got, got band at each end and um it's it's just about as as crowded on Sunday as it is on Saturday We'll get, we'll well, that, that has, we just started the Sunday a well, few years ago, and that has, has worked out real well for us.
2: Well, sure. I mean, if you're going to come down to the coast and see some wooden boats, just stay the whole weekend. Make it a two-day well, event. But,
3: and a lot of our exhibitors told us that you know, they could do everything they can to get a boat or, or a vendor or whatever down here. It's a whole lot better to stay two days sure. and just come in one day. For one.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And we,
3: we tried the Sunday and it, it worked well, and now all of a sudden we pulled two days and uh, three blocks closed off downtown. And sounds, the businesses love it.
2: Sounds like a great event and uh, something that uh, for everyone. I mean, if you do, if you want to just, if you're a woodworker, you get out and watch somebody build a boat. If you just like cool boats. There are a lot of those there. There's food. There's shopping for the ladies. There's some fun. And and they have and,
3: a kid, kids' boat building uh, little booth also where they can come in. And it's, you know, a small children. Sure. Got a piece of wood with a mast a on it. they got uh, markers there to column them and everything. And then we've got a little swimming pool in that we fill up. They put them in there and sail them around that pool. That thing stays busy all day long. All day long.
2: Well, Mr. Weaver, I really appreciate you uh, taking time out of your day to do this for me. I hope there's some people that are listening. that'll, If they can't make it down this year, they'll make plans to look for it next year and and make it part of their uh, fall on the coast of South Carolina.
3: Well, I hope they'll come. This is our 30th year, and every year it is on the third Saturday of October.
2: There you go. Taylor, he said 30th year, because this was a couple of years ago, but this is actually their what?
3: Their
1: 32nd. Georgetown 32nd year. Georgetown Annual Wooden Boat Show.
2: And you can you can find it at woodenboatshow.com. You can find out more information about the show, about this year, um, October 16th and 17th. It's coming up pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the South Carolina coast is a pretty cool place, Taylor. It is. Wooden Boat Show. And you know what? You know, if you, if you decide to go down for this, you know. Right there in Georgetown, there's some. But just up the road in McClellanville are some seafood Mm. wholesalers. Mm. And I just looked at Livingston's Bulls Bay Seafood's Facebook page. Um, This week, they were getting in 1620s of white shrimp. These are large. Large, yeah, large. I guess the extra large are like the 12 to 15s. These are larges, head-on, white shrimp. Three dollars and seventy-five cents a pound. You've Got about fifty pounds. <laughs> but you know, shoot. I mean, you get you get three or four people to go in and take ten pounds apiece. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's three dollars and go to the go to the local grocery store and try to buy ten pounds of shrimp for thirty dollars. You'd be buying ten fresh, pounds of shrimp so. for uh, about ninety dollars.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean.
2: Yeah, these it's are right off the boat. Over, yeah, because they're yeah.
1: straight out the day. I mean, they,
2: they're packed in a, a wax box with ice. <laughs> and pro tip, don't just put something down underneath the bag, underneath the box. How, how long was it? 12, 18 months, two years before the shrimp smell left yes. mom's Toyota?
1: Yes, it was. <laughs> I'd be on the way I, to school and catch I, a whiff of it, and I'd be like, ugh. <laughs>
2: yeah, take your own cooler. <laughs> And and you know don't rely on that wax box to hold it. <laughs> the funny thing is, next <laughs> one of the other times I took my old cooler, and I was coming up 176 somewhere down below St. Matthews or something, and there was a deer in the road, and I slammed on the brakes, and I heard the cooler hit the back of the back seats in the Drango. Now not Mom's Toyota, so the Toyota's already been. Because Mom, with Mom told juice.
1: Mom told Dad no more. Yeah, I can't.
2: so. So I, you know, and I look in the rearview mirror and I see the white of the cooler. I'm like, okay, everything's cool and all. Um, no, the cooler had turned on its side and leaked <laughs> shrimp juice all in my Durango. Which, you know, to this day I have removed the third seat in the back. It will never be the same. Uh, it just some some things, leather and shrimp juice, you know, just don't. They don't recover. So, But all
1: of those smelly memories also oh, resulted yeah. in me learning how to devein shrimp. Head and,
2: shrimp. Yeah.
1: And it, it,
2: to enjoy shrimp yeah. scampi and grilled mm. shrimp and shrimp and grits. And, and your
1: and seafood chapino.
2: Seafood chapino with shrimp. Mm. And yeah, By the way, it's getting that time again. It is getting that. I've already done chili this year. Yes, you have. I did chili the you other did. day.
1: I'm just craving your seafood chapino. So,
2: so, yeah, seafood chapino will be on the way here uh, not too distant future. And Oh yeah, We start getting an okay. My okay, my <laughs> officially started
1: salivating.
2: Give me give me something to bail the scuppers out here. Oh gosh. Okay, you you still had something on the calendar. I did have one more calendar. Yes. Do you have anything? No, I'm I'm good. Okay.
1: Um that friends of NRA are they're putting on their Sumter Friends of N R A banquet which is going to be October 6th, so that is this coming up Wednesday, am I right? Yes. Yeah. At 6 o'clock, it is $320 for a table, $80 for a couple, and $45 for a single. And it doesn't say anything about, do you know if you can pay at the door or you have to register I I would.
2: I would register. Some of these events are selling out. I know the one in Rock Hill the other night was sold out.
1: Okay, well, To get in touch with them, you can email jim at strongarmsumter.com for more information, and hopefully that's where you can go to register, because they don't have anything else on there about that. (laughs)
2: See? At the same time, I just got a... What? The smell of shrimp. (laughs) Just come back. And and carpet in the car.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All I smell is I smell shrimp and the great value air fresheners that oh, Mom got gosh. from Walmart and oh, put them yeah. on it. They were like they were like fruity flour or something like yes. that, and it was not a good mixture. <laughs> and then Lysol, Lysol
0: was the oh, other gosh, thing thrown yeah. in there. Okay. I, just,
2: oh man, okay. So for the record, just make sure you. I don't know. Don't and take and your I, had, I, had even, I had even duct taped the cooler shut. And it still leaked out. So, <laughs> all right, y'all hang on. We'll be back with more Woods and Water South kind of after the break. A little outfield for you. Hey, did the Braves clinch their division?
1: I don't watch baseball.
2: do I? Well, then they, they why? You? I just saw something the other day. Said I think I think they did. Oh well. Anyway, you know, if, if you ever if you ever miss a show or haven't listened since the inception back in March of 2014. <laughs> You can go to our website. I've got to put a lot of them on for this year. But there are like 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. There's eight tabs for podcasts on the website. Really? Yeah. Dang. Because it's our eighth year. Wow. So you can look back at all the, well, don't go too far back because it was pretty rough there in the <laughs> beginning. It's gotten, I guess it's gotten better <laughs> over the years. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it's on the website, woodsandwatersc.com. I don't say that enough. We don't promote our social media much either. We don't
1: do much. We we like to talk. And when yeah. we can't talk, we don't do anything. Yeah.
2: I need to blog on the website. Don't do that. We do. I do post. I do. The Woods and Water Facebook page is pretty active.
1: Yes. And I'm yawning again, guys. Don't
2: yawn. I know.
1: Ugh. Yeah, anyway. It's not nap
2: time besides that college football. I know. You know we got a football game to watch I here know, tonight. I
1: know. know. I know. Well, I won't be here.
2: Oh, I'm going to watch football tonight.
1: Yeah, I know what you're going
2: to be doing. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of our Facebook page. Okay, that's enough of that. I'm going to duct tape your mouth shut.
1: Uh, I'm not going to go smoke or anything, Dad. I'm I going know, to dance. I know you're not.
2: I know you're not. <laughs> yeah, but it may as you, well be something you to know, you. Yeah. There's, there's a fine line of <laughs> all this stuff and... Dancing with a Boyd, smoking. Oh, please. You know, there's there's a real Th- fine line. Is there? And there better be like six inches between you when you dance. Should
1: I warn? Um,
2: do I need to go with chaperone?
1: Well, I was going to ask, do I need to ask Mills if if um, he's okay with carrying around a duck call the entire night? Don't say I, did, I didn't forget about that.
2: Okay. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> Should I, does, is that a question that needs to be asked?
2: No. <laughs> okay, Um, speaking of our website, Taylor,
1: yes.
2: <clears throat> starting this coming Monday, we got a giveaway.
1: Yes. We do have a giveaway, and it's going to be brought to you by Hunter Safety Systems.
2: Good friend Jerry Widener of Hunter Safety Systems in Danville, Alabama. They uh, manufacture harnesses, lifelines, and all, and he's given us a $200 gift certificate. Oh,
1: uh, and Y'all know we stress a lot about Hunter Safety on the show because things can happen so fast, and... You, honestly, I mean, you never know which hunt could be your last, and your main goal is, like we always say, is to get home after hunt, not what you bring home. You want to bring home yourself, first of all. If you get a deer, congratulations, but you want to uh, bring yourself squirrel, home yeah. first. Uh, yeah, and thing. this is a great way to do it. And if, I mean, we talked about their prices and everything. If y'all don't want to go for a full-on $200, $300
2: harness, they've got oh, so some $99 they're, ones. Their harness is like $170, are most expensive Well, I'm talking ones. like
1: the Lifeline and everything and like, oh, in like a whole thing. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If y'all don't okay. want to do that, I mean, they've got $99 har- harnesses and you, you
2: can... Got a, they got a $59 harness now, a one-size-fits-all. Oh, I
1: say one-size-fits-all,
2: yeah. Yeah, Yep. But, it's, but the gift-street is geared towards a harness and a Lifeline. It's It's a package deal. Whatever you have left over, you can buy other stuff on their website from a shield, um, to, you know, accessories like rope. Uh, they have some neat pulls and all. Bring your stuff up in the stand with you and all. But uh, it's going to be on our Facebook page, Woods and Water SC. Um, you'll see the uh, – I'll do a post for the giveaway. All you got to do is tag yourself uh, in the post. Okay. If you want to like the page, that's fine. But I'm not going to – your safety – In a tree stand, I'm not going to hold it hostage to you hitting the like button on the Facebook page. So that's totally up to you. But, yeah, just tag yourself in the post.
1: And if harnesses and lifelines sound intimidating to you and complicated, believe me, it's not. If I can use it at (laughs) 5 o'clock in the morning, y'all can use it too. we,
2: We do appreciate the partnership we have with Jerry and Hunter Safety Systems. We've used their products now for years and and that's gone uh, a Limas Shield, which we just did a Limas Shield giveaway. Yep. Uh, but we really appreciate Philip Dixon over at Limas Shield, Jerry Widener and his brother over at Hunter Safety Systems.
1: And our goal is to be getting better at doing more of these giveaways yep. on a regular basis. Br- regular basis. Yep. We just, <laughs> we're not. We're <laughs> we kind of like our one plate pers- kind of person. Like you get this thing done, then you're done. And then we got yeah. we got to keep yeah, a list keep of things we got to do.
0: <laughs>
2: Uh, <clears throat> in other <clears throat> outdoor-related news, mm. one of the big things that landed this week, and it caught everybody off guard, at least most everybody in the black powder community, if you shoot traditional black powder or, or any of the other products, but Hodgkin Powder, Hodgkin powder announced they're closing the GOEX facility. Now, GOEX, which is G-O-E-X, is their black powder brand. Um, it's effective immediately, and this was on um, Wednesday, Tuesday, nine twenty-nine. It'll be Wednesday. Nope. Yep, that's right. So Wednesday morning I got a press release. Effective immediately, Hodgen, Hog, Hogden Powder Company, Inc., has made the decision to cease manufacturing operations at the company's Camp Minden, Louisiana site while evaluating strategic options for the black powder business. Um, so Goex, old Ironsford brands of black powder, along with the manufacturing capabilities will include a potential sale of the business. They're going to keep everybody on to the end of the year, but I mean, this was 1947. Um, was when Hogden, and then, you know, they, I just don't understand it. It just, with as much demand as there is in the hunting industry these days, I don't know what this is, but, um. I did find some uh some of it for sale. I have some already. I went in, and stocked up a little more. Actually the press release is September twenty seventh. Um stocked up a little more so you may, you know, I think there's a Swiss company that puts out black powder. But it uh, something you may want to try to find some Go If you need two F, three F or four F black powder, you best find it now. Strange things. Very strange. What you got?
1: Um, applications for lottery hunts are starting up here and this one is going to be for quail hunts for the McBee WMA lottery hunt and they will be accepting these until October 15th at 5pm and there's a non-refundable fee of $5 for all applicants of these lottery hunts. For the youth hunters they must be at least 10 years old and all hunts are two consecutive days and those the bag limits for the birds over those two days are going to be 10 birds per hunting party. Now, after the selection process, the primary applicant is going to receive the email from DNR with notifications, um, or with notification and your information on your hunt. But if there's any problems with any of that, if you are expecting it doesn't come, call your local DNR office and figure out what's going on with it. You want me to do it back-to-back?
2: Yeah, go ahead.
1: Okay, I've got another. These are the waterfowl lottery applications. And, again, that's going to be going through October 5th at 5 o'clock. And it's going to be a public land hunt. And the fee is going to be $20. It's a multi-site waterfowl lottery hunt. And it's $5 per youth applicant. Again, that is going to be at least 10 years of age. And the applicant will receive the same email. But the hunts this year will have some restrictions on locations. And the only restrictions are going to be Santee Delta and Samworth are going to be the only two that are going to be restricted from those hunts. And
2: what? What? Well, what are you pointing at? Don't forget this right here. This is important. Read it then. Applicants for both the waterfowl multi-site and youth multi-site lottery hunts also have the ability to opt in for second chance waterfowl hunting opportunities being offered by private landowners. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, this is this is pretty cool. Uh, Ed Paul, who we just talked about Duck Fest, this, this is Ed Paul's baby. He loves this. This is a uh, it's no additional cost. There are no preference points needed. In other words, if you didn't get drawn in the lottery hunt by DNR, you can opt okay. to for this secondary draw hunt, which is put on by private landowners here in South Carolina, and it's called the South Carolina Wildlife Partnership, and it's what Ed Paul is doing. And uh, Pentel Partners is offering you a youth hunt. If you opt in by registering and you're not selected by DNR Lottery Hunt, they give the name, email, phone number of the primary applicant to SCWP or Pentel Partners, the youth hunt applicants for inclusion, SCWP or Pentel Partners lottery process. Again, no, no additional cost, no lottery points um, for these second draws. And um, they do require... You to have completed a hunter education course prior to any SCWP hunt, which is pretty good. That's pretty cool that private landowners are opening up access to. Oh uh, I'm gonna steal this over here. Okay, I was gonna say this is my this is my the, thing.
1: I I knew it. If you, if you, I mean, if you're an aunt, and uncle, or mom, or dad, take advantage of the youth hunts for your oh, sure, yeah. niece and you, yep. your son or daughter, because they are a great opportunity, especially with the with the private landowners coming together and making it possible for you. Yep. All.
2: Um. Yeah, and this will be the end of it. Well, it'll be close <laughs> to the end of it. Um.
1: We got some exciting news for yes, people that yes. are a fan of Shaw Air Force Base. Drum race. roll. I
2: don't have that on the thing, do I? I we could. need
1: one of those fun little soundboard thingies. Well,
2: I do have one. That's what this is right here. I just don't have it. <gasps>
1: Wait, there's you a second do like one.
2: <gasps> oh yeah. Oh, you I can have like that. up to 50 sounds. You just have to go. <gasps> trying to think where you go to roll over to the secondary board. Because this is a primary board. Oh right. No. <laughs> I, we'll have to figure it out. But somewhere in here, you can roll over, and I get all sorts of soundboards and stuff it, like uh, this. Oh yeah. That's okay. fine. Oh yeah, I can record anything and put it on here. Uh, yeah, I have been going to these things since high school. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and the thing is, I'm it's the Shaw Air and Space Expo. It used to be called Thunder Over the Midlands and some other things, but uh, yeah, it's coming back to Shaw Air Force Base.
1: 2022.
2: April, the Sixth, second and oh. third of 2022. Shaw Air Force will again be hosting Thunder Over the Midlands or Shaw Air and Space Expo, whatever you want to call it. So put that on your calendars now. And the coolest thing of all, Taylor, tell me. When the Air Force Thunderbirds take to the skies in 2022, three of the officers leading the team will be from the Air Force's top air dominant squadron in 2020, the 79th Fighter, 79th Fighter Squadron, squadron the Tigers, for Shaw Air Force for Base. base. Captain Travis Angry Grindstaff and Captain Jacob Primo M. Palizari will join Major Ian Barely on the team. That is cool.
1: That is really cool.
2: April 2nd, 3rd, 2022, Thunder over the Midlands. <laughs> oh, with that, that's another show. Y'all take it easy. I'm excited about this one, y'all.
1: Make hey, time to get out there. Take the back road when you can.
2: Don't forget the camera. we see you back here next week. More Woods and Water, South Carolina. I'm behind,